We're Courtney Gilroy, Gina Quattrochi, and Jordan Strobeck. Our direct sales business brought us together, and it's our full lives as six-figure mom entrepreneurs that bring us here to share all of our best experiences and education with other moms building their social selling empires during nap time. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Social Selling Collective, the podcast. Hey, social sellers, we're going to dive into the episode in 20 seconds. But first, we wanted to say we hear you and we have something so exciting to share with you. We are officially announcing that the Social Selling Club is now open. The Social Selling Club is a virtual community membership filled with fresh monthly trainings, a live Q&A call with us, our other special guests, and a private app filled with like-minded social selling go-getters just like you and more. So if you've been thinking, I love my team, but I need more support than I'm currently getting, or I need ongoing guidance on what tasks to do to actually get and stay profitable in this business, or I'm ready to start making real money already, or you've been wanting to invest, but haven't been financially able to yet, then this brand new virtual membership community, the Social Selling Club, is for you. And we're raffling off an annual membership, normally $297, for free to one of our podcast listeners here this summer. If the Social Selling Collective podcast has helped you at all, please take a minute to support the show by downloading the episode and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help us spread the word about this podcast and we read each and every single one. And when you do, you'll automatically get entered into the raffle for this annual membership to the Social Selling Club. We'll announce the winner on Instagram at Social Selling Collective. So make sure to give us a follow there to see that you won. At any time, you can learn more about the club by visiting socialsellingcollective.com slash club. And for now, back to the show. Welcome, Social Selling Collective, the podcast. We are back for another episode And today is a really special episode. And I'm just so excited. We are doing our How She Built This series, where we're interviewing, chit-chatting, coffee chatting, whatever you want to call it, with women that are at the top of their social selling business. We're going to be asking some questions about how they got there. But also, most importantly, how they did it while keeping their family as the number one priority. You know at the Social Selling Collective, that's our biggest prerogative. And I am pumped because I'm really, really honored to have a special guest here. The one and only Christina Glickman. Christina, I'm just going to do a quick little intro of you. Christina has become a dear friend of mine over the last year. She is just an incredible example of how you really can build a family-centered business how you can be both incredibly focused on your family and get to the top in your social selling business. And honestly, Christina, the way that I knew that about you was through your social media. And so I have to just do a shameless plug here. If you're not already following Christina on social media, please head over. She's at Christina at Christina Glickman. And you got to follow her because I think you are so authentic the way you are with your family and you're just a badass businesswoman also. So <laughs> we're so excited to have you here. Oh and before I dive into these questions, let me give you a little background on Christina and her credentials, okay? She is so incredible. She has four children. So she's the mother of four. She's also a managing director, which is the very top of her social selling business, which is Beauty Counter. 
She is an upcoming TEDx speaker. Oh my gosh, I could not be more excited for you. You guys, can you believe it? We have a TEDx speaker in the house. Um, <laughs> and she's also the author of the best-selling book called Extra, The Art of Being. So I'm just going to give another shameless plug here. You can head on over. This book is all about how to give people permission and inspiration to be themselves. You're a community builder, Christina, right? You run a successful membership program. You created it to really help people dig deep, right? And find, I mean, should I let you speak to this? Do you want to talk about your book? Well, I'm enjoying this thoroughly. Um, first of all, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here and share space with you. I think what you are doing for women is incredible. And I wish I had this 10 years ago. So thank you. It's needed. We can never remind women enough that they too can have a career, dreams, and goals and prioritize their family. And when you even started to sort of welcome me in, it's interesting when people say, oh, how do we share who you are? And the first thing I will always say is, I'm a mother. That mm -hmm. will trump everything that I ever do. And it will also be my proudest title I will ever wear. Yeah. And so while I feel you know, very, very lucky that I've had the path I've had, there is nothing more important to me than my family. So that's why I love what you're doing so much is because we can be many ands, maybe not at the same time, but it is possible. It is possible. Ah, oh, so beautifully said. Okay, well, I love you dearly. I have been following you and your journey for so long. And I want our listeners to be able to hear a little bit more about your journey and sort of how you do this, right? That's the question. How, well, how do I do that? How do I wear all of those hats and do it well and with ease and joy, right? So my first question, I'm just going to run you through a series of uh, maybe, I don't know, six or eight questions, depending on how much time we have here. But first of all, what really compelled you to start a business in the social selling space? Because your number one job for so long was being a mom. And so can you just share a little bit about your background in you know saying yes to your social selling business and your journey? Oh, yes. 100% this business saved my life and the, the social selling business. And the reason is because my previous career was advertising for 12 years. And then I decided to stay home with my kids because it's hard to manage all of that while working. And when I knew I wanted to dip my toe back into some form of work, the reality is in order to actually make an income that made sense for me, going back to advertising was kind of what I thought I had to do. And someone introduced me to Beauty Counter and just said, take a look at this. And I said, you know what? I'm so not into selling anything. I'm... I not my gig. It never has been. And I completely fell in love with the mission of it. And so again, for your listener, whatever social selling world you are in, there's something that compelled you to take a look. But the number one reason why I really gave it a hard look was this. Flexibility and income on my own time so that I could make some money, but never sacrifice time with my kid. I shouldn't say never. Most of the time, not sacrifice time with my family. So I knew that, okay, if I had the opportunity to build a business on my own time, then I could do it at nap time. I could do it when I let my kids watch a show. Whatever the case is, that gave me such a deep breath of, you know, okay, I can do this on my own time. And so number one for me was the flexibility, but also income was a massive driver. I wasn't doing it for a hobby. I know a lot of people do, which is fantastic. But for me, it was a real business. Mm. That, and I love that too, because I think a lot of the women that listen to our podcast are business women, right? And they maybe they do hold careers now and would like options in their future, or maybe they're not happy with their current career, whatever it may be. But there are many women listening that are business women and 
that really do want to hear, yeah, there is the potential to make a lucrative income here. And I think, I mean, you know, I've talked about this offline. It does require work. And so we never try to mitigate that. (laughs) You're an incredibly hardworking woman, but you built it also just like I did in those nooks and crannies in the fringe moments of life, right? Mm -hmm. And we're living proof that it can happen, right? And And there's no doubt of it. I mean, I will always say hard work is hard work. And there is no shortcut and there's no magic fairy dust. I wish I had it. But I also think what's exciting is that there's nothing special about either one of us. No offense. No, we talked about this already. (laughs) The reality is that we work hard and there will never be a driver for me more important than spending time with my family. Mm -hmm. So if it means I can work really hard in the nooks and crannies because it gives me the financial freedom to either go on vacation with them or never miss carpool or go to the dance thing, I'm going to do as best I can. Again, it all just depends on what you want, right? But if your mindset is that this is a business, I'm going to treat it as such, which also leads you into that you need help, right? You can't do all the things all the time. But if you know ultimately that the driver is that I want to prioritize my family, then you also have to figure out then how do I prioritize this business so it can ultimately let me lead the life that I want to lead. And I think a social selling business to me is literally the magic bullet for so many of us that want both of those things. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think it's hard to see that until you really experience it yourself. And you know, one of the things we like to say is that the hours in social selling are flexible, yeah. but they're not optional. And right. I think sometimes people get that confused. So my next question for you then is social selling along with so many other entrepreneurial endeavors are challenging sometimes, right? They they can present their own obstacles. Can you share any obstacles or hurdles you've had to overcome in order to grow into the successful businesswoman that you are? Yeah, absolutely. I think the first one for me is just that there's this mindset of it's really hard. People don't want to bother people because we're selling things at the end of the day. I mean, even though for me, I'm trying to provide something to you that I think is is healthy for you and, and good, I sell a product. And in order for me to make any money, I have to sell a product. So it was from the very beginning, not being apologetic for what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are in the right company or the right space, that it allows you the permission to talk about what you do with pride. And if you present yourself standing tall, shoulders back, this is my business, people will see you as such. I think a lot of times in the social selling space, we're apologetic, like, oh, you know, oh, I just do this little thing, or can, can you help me with this? And I mean, the reality is, we are businesswomen and we are trying to provide for our families and we're trying to make sure we're present for our families. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. And I'm proud of any entrepreneur that wants to try to make something of themselves. So we're not helping the narrative by not standing tall for what we do. And here's the other thing not everybody has to care about what you do, believe in what you do, buy what you do. If you believe in it and it's something you want to do, that's good enough. And I think that's also why a lot of women maybe don't keep going because it's not a instant gratification kind of business, in my opinion. You put the hard work in and you're going to see it come out, but you don't know when. My belief is if you open the door to this kind of business, you should give yourself a runway and commit and say, I'm doing this right now. Some days are going to be tough. Some are going to be worse. Sometimes, you know, my kids have seven earaches and all the things and I can do nothing. And it's all okay because you are really developing the business your own way, 
how it fits into your life. But if you can have the bigger vision, which is, I'm going to work hard, I'm going to see where this goes, and I'm going to believe in myself, I think ultimately you'll get to the place where you can have a successful career and prioritize your family. Oh, that was so so well said. And I love the idea of a runway. And we have talked about that a little bit here on the podcast. But I think having grace and having a runway, a time frame, giving yourself permission to go for a certain amount of time to give it the opportunity to grow into snowball is so incredibly wise. And one of the other things I really liked what you said, and it's something that you preach all the time is just, I think when we as women do show up confidently and unapologetically, we are actually rewriting that narrative, yeah. right? We're rewriting the narrative that we should feel like we're selling something or like, you know, yeah, just apologize for what we're doing. When in reality, the way that I say it a lot is if you own your truth, mm-hmm. if you just step into why you personally are doing it and stay in your own lane, who else cares? Like who cares what anyone else thinks, right? Because that's not what matters. What matters is that I get to take my son to school. I get to take him to what? his tennis lesson. I get to hold him when he's crying. I get to wake him up from nap, like, you know, whatever those things are. But that's my truth. And I love that. And I am blessed by that, you know? Think about how unfortunate it would be if six years ago, I didn't start this business because I got, you know, a little bit of side eye, like, oh, you're going to do that. Or what are you doing? And, you know, you're really giving the power to someone else. It's like you're giving the driver's license of your life away to someone else to dictate what is good for you. And again, not to compare yourself to anyone else, even in this business, you get to do it your way on your own time, in your own speed. You know, I've heard women many times say to me like, well, I can't do what you do. Well, first of all, I don't want you to do what I do. I want you to do what you do. You don't have to do social media if you don't want to. You can create the business you want in your own way and use your own strengths and, you know, learn from others. But it kind of goes back to, and I don't mean this so harsh, like, don't tell me what you can't do. Tell me what you can. Mm. We're all facing the same challenges of time and exhaustion and all the things. And it's kind of like saying, I can't work my business. It was a pandemic. Well, no, we just have to figure out a new way to work. Absolutely. I mean, couldn't have said it better. Let's kind of like shift gears a little bit and talk about how... I mean, maybe even think back at when you were getting started. You said you've been doing this for six years. Mm -hmm. So have I. Your kids are a little older now too. So maybe talk Mm -hmm. about how did you juggle motherhood and business, right? I think it's a million question. Yeah. So when I started, my youngest was three, maybe. So you're still kind of shocking nap time, but they're still not in school school yet. And then I had two others that had carpool. So no, it was the challenge of like, the baby's sleeping, but I got to get to carpool. Do I wake them up? And like, it's also very real. And here's the thing I would say about it is that when I would say I was always working, it's not that I was a victim of I was always working. I was working it, as you say, in the nooks and crannies. So mm-hmm. if I was making dinner, and I knew that I had to send out a quick text to somebody, I grabbed my phone and did the quick text. And Life is not perfect. So when people would say, Oh my gosh, but I want to be super present and I don't want to have my phone around, I don't really prescribe to that only because that to me just makes me feel guilty and shame. And so when people say to me, How do you do all the things that you do? And I say, Well, first of all, and I understand if you have real littles that this isn't possible, but I say to my family, I want you to know that my whole business is on this phone. In order for me to be at carpool, to do all these things, I got to work all the time. And this is what we choose as a family to do. And that's okay. I don't believe my children don't think that I'm a present mother that looks them in the eye and says, you mean everything to me and I'm here. 
But guess what? I am on the phone. I'm running this way. I'm running that way. And so I just think that to have this like perfect element of like, and maybe you can operate that way, but I know I can't. I don't have this perfect time block of like, now I sit down and gaze into your eyes and we color. Like my life doesn't work that way. I mean, sometimes, but but I think that we put so much pressure that it all fits into this beautiful puzzle, right? Magically. I don't know if that exists. I mean, I just look at it as what a gift that I get to work this business when it fits for me and always be around. So I don't mean to get off track there, but we have this idea that that we're supposed to be this perfect mother, always available, always present, and a successful businesswoman, killing it at the top, all the things. How do we do that? We give ourselves some grace. We don't. I don't think that's possible. So I honestly think that if it were me and I was starting out again with the kids, I'd set my goals up, whatever it is that I wanted to achieve. Hopefully you have somebody in your community or world that can help you and say, this is what I hope to do. How do I do it? And that's the tools that you provide to women. How do I do it? And then I'd also take a very strong inventory. What doesn't work for me? Even though sometimes people like to do night calls because their kids go to bed, I'm a mess at night. I don't function at So for me, I was like, I can't do night meetings because I'm not my best. So if that means morning, what does that mean? Okay, that means rocket, you're going to get the iPad and you're going to do this. No one's dying. Absolutely. We're all fine here. And just this idea of this perfectionism really harms us as women that are trying to do things. Oh my gosh, that is so, so good. And I just, I feel like you were speaking straight to me, which means you're probably speaking straight to everyone that's listening. Speaking of which, if you listen to that just now and you're like, oh my gosh, this is gold, make sure you tag us on Facebook. I mean, on Instagram, we want to make sure to know that we're reaching you and that we're like just resonating because that is just, oh my gosh, so good. I think just permission to know that it's not always tied up in a pretty little bow, but you know what? And I know this because I, I mean, we're friends and also I, I follow you on social media and I know that like, yeah, you might have your phone out and you might show your family vacation, but you show that family vacation and then I I know, I can like sense that your kids know that you're going to go play badminton with them or you're going to sit down and you're going to do that chalk with them or whatever it may be. And I think that that's like, that's the juggle, right? Like that to me, that's the juggle. I, I really resonate with everything you said because I do answer my phone. Some people do time block, right? And some people do time block or have really strong boundaries. And I love that. I I, I mean, cheerlead you so yeah. much. I do both. I I do both. And I do work around the clock. And I I think that that's also the point, which is that we all need to do what we have to do and support each other. And for me, it's about those stolen moments. Like I'll go sit outside. I'm not playing badminton because I have to send some emails, but I at least get to be here. Uh I get to see you. And instead of me being like, oh my gosh, I can't go stand up there and play. Listen, are your children safe and loved? Because if they are and they know it, check the box. We are not perfect. And if you are someone that can be like, okay, over the weekends, I don't check messages. I don't whatever. Oh my gosh, cheers to you. Like there's no right or wrong way to do it. But sadly, especially when we're looking at people that have success, we also feel that if you are not grinding and hustling to the point of exhaustion or misery, then you may not be doing enough. You're not doing it right. One doesn't have to cost the other. Some days you are totally missing the boat on your kids and you are not present and you have a million things to do. It's okay. Because then another day, you're actually going to go to the zoo and you're going to be okay. It's the long game here. You know, I feel that there's just so much pressure on us to every day show up in this way. 
And I know for me, I don't. And when I don't, I do very little things. Like if I've been so busy all day at night, and even when I'm like too tired to even read a book, and you know, I'll just look at somebody and just be like, you know, I love you so much. I'm sorry that I was so busy today, but tomorrow's a new day. And you're role modeling for your children that, first of all, I am deserving of a career. Mm. I'm also providing for our family. And it's all okay. Yep. And we get to start again tomorrow. I mean, I love that. Just we are modeling for our children all the time. And I I love how you said that. And I mean, I'm really big on talking about even my five-year-old, like I would a friend, like I messed up today. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like I was super busy, but I let's spend some quality time together tomorrow. Let's go on a walk or, you know, whatever it may be. I think, I think like that is what's hard, which kind of leads me into my next question, which is, I feel like women, women, especially, especially after this pandemic where we're juggling a lot and we're, we're carrying a lot. We feel like we have to choose one or the other, mm-hmm. right? Like that we have to hold a career and be successful in that career or be a present mother. And I, I just think you said that so beautifully, but I guess I'm going to dig a little deeper. Do you feel like that's something you've really learned over time? Because I, I think there's a lot of women that are listening to this podcast that are in the thick of that right now. Absolutely. I mean, a few things is that number one, our system is not built to support working mothers. So whether it's social selling or otherwise, nothing is put into place to provide for daycare, bring your kid to work, like none of it. We are expected to multitask, be caregivers and kill it. Like that's just the way it goes, right? And so for me, it even comes down to when you are first parenting. So if you're a first time mom and you've got this baby or a toddler and now you're trying to work, well, you have to go through the seasons of life to also realize that this moment in time will only expand and you don't have to choose between one or the other. But I think that takes settling into it. It doesn't just happen. You know, I speak of it now as being a mother for many, many years. Whereas if I was just starting, I'd be like, how can I possibly even spend five minutes away from this baby? Yeah, right? I know. How I've been there. Right? I've been there. And so to that, what I would say is honor yourself first and what feels right. And when you do allow yourself a half hour maybe to work, if that's how you, if you feel comfortable giving yourself 30 minutes, don't do it through guilt. Give yourself the grace and know that you are deserving of that. And if you are trying to build a business because you see yourself as wanting to be at home more, well, this is the field for you. And why not start now? You know, Uh why not start now building? There does not have to be overnight. And I love the notion that you just said of settling into whatever season you are in, right? I think that's important because some of you listening are newborn moms. Yeah. Some of you listening, all your kids are in school. Like there are so many different phases and seasons in motherhood. And I'm I'm currently in a season where my my oldest is about to go to kindergarten. And yeah. so I had to make a decision. I had to settle in to a decision of no childcare during the summer. We're doing a few little camps, but yeah. I wanted to be present with him. I and and sure, I'm still working in the nooks and crannies, but I settled into the fact that I might not be doing as much creative content building, doing all the things. I'm maintaining my business. I'm doing what I do because I'm accepting this season as one that I'm never going to get back again. Right? Times are only non-renewable resource, and I know that I want to go to take my son to breakfast and get chocolate chip pancakes because pretty soon. I won't get that opportunity. 
And I'm loving that. And that was hard. That was really, really hard for me to, to choose because I like my work. I love my work and I love both, but I recognize that it's a season and I'm settling into this season because in two months, it's going to be completely different. Well, but also you wouldn't be able to do that in a traditional job. Hey, I think I'm going to dial it back. And I think, nah, it doesn't work. (laughs) So that's why this industry is so beautiful because you get to choose. And if you also remember that everything's temporary, you get to dial it up when you want to take it back when you want to. I love the agency to choose what I want to do with it. And so if anyone came to me and was like, I need to make a little bit of income. I feel passionate about this company. Can I do it? I've got three kids and two are running around, you know, fighting all day. Okay. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. I didn't say it was easy, but nothing really good is easy. And (laughs) again, I believe that this for me penned even chapters of my life now. Mm. And don't discount the communities you find, other women that you resonate with. I mean, there's so much goodness in it. And for me, the risk is like zero. But the opportunity is so huge, especially when you have people like you that are giving people tools. I wish I had them. I sort of figured it out on my own. You know, I wish I had you back then. We found each other now. I'm so grateful. I mean, I feel the same because when I was building my business, it was lonely. You know, it was lonely and I was doing it all on my my own, thinking that that was my only option. And so I love, yes, that there are so many great resources and community out there of like-minded women that want to do both, right? That want to build a lucrative career and be completely present and loving with their with their families. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as we're kind of coming to a close, I thought it would be fun. This is just kind of a fun question and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. But if your kids were to describe your entrepreneurship, since they've taken a front row seat, right? Of watching you build your empire and you have, you have built many empires actually, but what words would they use? What do you think they would say? Like- my kids are a little bit older, so they imitate me every day. Really, they're making fun of me. <laughs> they would probably say that she is a confidence builder, inspires women, and wants to change the world. It's probably what they'd say. And because so cool. they make fun of me, they come and they sit in my chin like, Hi, I'm Christina. And I like they, they, they imitate me all day long. And the funnier part is, because <laughs> I, like you, share everything when they're trying to build me up. They like use my language and it cracks me up all the time. And they'll be like, Mama, I have a book for you. You should read this book. It's going to help you. So that's the other thing. That's the last thing I will say is you can say all you want with your children, but it's the role modeling. You show up for yourself. You're giving them permission the rest of their lives to show up for themselves. There is no badge in being selfless and a martyr. There just is not. So really, and it's so hard because it's in our DNA. Just remember that invisible modeling you are doing every day is what is shaping who they are. You can stay out. You can tell them to be confident and be you. You're not doing it. They will do not feel it. Oh, you are a beautiful human being. I'm so, so incredibly grateful. Before we wrap up, tell our listeners what's next for you. Where can they find you? Sure. My Instagram handle is just Christina Glickman. And it's really the hub and home of everything that I offer. You're so nice to even ask. I have a membership community, which I absolutely love. And it's really for you know strong, driven, loving women who are looking to step into their lives with more unapologetic confidence. And uh, I have the book, which is great. And an upcoming TED Talk. And I do coaching. I don't know. 
You do all the things. Extra the Art of Being is the book. And the best way to shop for that would be, is it Amazon or your website? Yeah, Amazon is easy. Just Amazon is easy. I hope any listener here just knows that it is possible to do both. It's possible. Thank you, Christina, so much. You are an incredible inspiration. You make it feel so relatable and so doable. And so for, yes, for the women that are listening today, I hope that you know that, well, Christina is spectacular, Mm -hmm. but we are just hardworking moms that love our families and want to build a career as well. So you can do both. I love that. Christina, thank you so much for joining us today. I am incredibly grateful. I learned so much from hearing from you today and I know our listeners will too. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. If you're ready for more, then you're invited to join us inside the Social Selling Club, our membership community for women in direct sales looking to up-level both business and life. As part of the club, you'll receive three social selling business trainings a month, plus a live coaching call with us, your collective coaches. And most importantly, you're building your own social selling network of like-minded, motivated women for friendships, collaboration, and accountability. You can join us now for less than a dollar a day. So come on over. You can sit with us. Find us at socialsellingcollective.com slash club to sign up right now. We hope you loved what you heard here today. Thank you for choosing to be here. We'll see you next time and inside of the Social Selling Club.